And welcome to That Horrorcast. I'm Mallory Smart. And I'm Dimitri Samarov. On today's episode, we'll be discussing the classic cult horror film, Freaks. In Freaks, when trapeze artist Cleopatra learns that circus midget Hans has an inheritance, she marries the lovesick performer, all the while planning to steal his fortune and run off with her lover, strongman Hercules. When Hans's friends and fellow performers discover what's going on, they band together and carry out a brutal revenge that leaves Hercules and Cleopatra finally knowing what it truly means to be a freak. I think this is fun that this is Valentine's Day, a day that I have never given a fuck. Oh, about. fuck. I, I didn't even know. See, see, <laughs> I forgot. It is the perfect day to talk about freaks, isn't it? Sure. If you have not seen the movie Freaks, you have like no idea why this is the perfect day to discuss it. It is. It's perfect for Valentine's because they accept you. One of they, us. One yeah, of they us. they think they want you to be one of them, but you know, if if you're a normie asshole, then you you make fun of them and you're horrified. And it's so realistic because it's, you know, someone marrying somebody for bullshit reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, yeah, so when, yeah, when this movie came out, first, A, the studio hacked it up, hacked half an hour off of it that we can't ever see. It's Mm -hmm. destroyed. The movie was supposed to be an hour and a half. Uh, but the studio, which, you know, at, at that time, studios just owned the movies and the director couldn't do anything about it, mm-hmm. hacked up because it was it was too disturbing for people. I even read that apparently, like, all these, uh, you know, real sideshow performers that were hired to be in this movie, they weren't even allowed to be in the lot. They were, like, had their special, they had a tent because, like, the Hollywood people were, like, were afraid that they'd get like whatever this the circus freaks had was like contagious or something, I guess. I know that they're they just did horrified by them. Chop it up, and they also didn't do a lot of good promotion for it because technically, like it was pre haze code, but like yeah, yeah, it was banned for quite a while because of the imagery of people with physical disabilities. I didn't know at that time that people actually gave a fuck. I didn't know that people were empathetic at that time. I don't know that they were empathetic. I I think that I I want to see the freaks. They didn't see want to show the freaks because they were afraid they wouldn't make money, you know, which they didn't. They killed the movie by, you know, not promoting it properly. But I mean, he was right. You know, the movie before was Dracula, which was popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is a movie he made the next year. Uh, and, I mean, weirdly enough, uh, I mean, this is really towards the end of his career because Todd Browning, as a young man, was he was a vaudeville and circus performer himself. I was going to say, I thought that that was really one of the heavy inspirations as to why he wanted to do this film. Yeah, I mean, this is not like the first circus-themed sideshow movie. This is about the sixth or seventh. Like all, almost all his movies have this in it because it's the world that he knew, you know, he was an actor and performer. Yeah. And he was, yeah. I mean, he, he mostly worked in the silent era, you know, and this is the early thirties is, you know, sort of the beginning of talkies. I would say, I thought that that was his downfall because he was having issues, um, 
transitioning into that. Well, I mean, Dracula, Drac- Dracula had definitely had an audience, and Dracula is is one of the first talky monster movies. You know, not all of them can strike gold, Dimitri. <laughs> so wise, so wise you are this morning. <laughs> Sometimes people get lucky, but I, I gotta say, his Dracula perfection loved it. Oh yeah, it's it's great. I feel so shitty that last time when you mentioned like Freaks by Todd Browning, and I was uh-huh. just like, never seen it. That like my mind was like, holy fuck, yes, I know exactly who you're talking about, and I totally know that movie. Mm-hmm. Why why do you feel bad? I mean, like you know, because like we see we see a lot of movies. One of those like movies that I think. I don't know, not like a foundational movie, but I think everybody should have seen this movie at some point. I think it is a foundational movie, and especially foundational for for horror movies. Yeah, that was my thought, especially because it's referenced so much in other movies, even to this day. And I don't think people even understand that it's being referenced. I think it's like thing. Yeah, it's like the Velvet Underground of movies. You know, like you know, everybody who saw it made made their own movie kind of thing, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many, so many, uh, it, the tentacles go out so many ways, you know? Uh, but, yeah, I and I mean, this is, this is one of the early examples of where, and this is what we talk about this all the time, where like, you know, the quote unquote monsters are really the good guys. And here it's completely explicit that the, the real, you know, the bad guys, and it's very obvious, are the like the quote unquote normal people, you know. I know the freaks. I I, I want to be one of them. Well, yeah, they're absolutely sympathetic, and that's what whatever the studio and the contemporary critics didn't seem to understand is that this movie is completely on their side. You know, yeah, like it's not being exploitative. Or not anything. at all. It's it's showing them with dignity, and it shows just shows their lives. You know. And honestly, I mean, I really do believe that just due to the beginning, people should have understood, you know, with the mystery box. Yeah. That, like, you know what, I think the freaks are going to be the ones who win the day. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, we don't really know how Todd Browning cut it, like, originally, and how it was, because it was all hacked up. Who knows? How it went, but even the part that's left is is kind of amazing. There's not really anything else like it mm-hmm. because it's not. I mean, it's not a traditional horror movie in that it's not. Uh, I don't know. There's because of the complete reversal of like the the normies, you know, being the actual monsters. I feel like they it commit is the crimes. Reversal. Because, what? like, when, you know, people would go to the carnival, obviously this is, like, something we would never have experienced, but that was supposed to be, like, a horror and shock thing, was yes. to be, like, take a look at the, like, freaks. And I think that was supposed to, like, freak the shit out of people that the freaks could actually do harm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, uh, yeah, they're, you're supposed to laugh at them and be horrified, but in this movie you aren't. It's very obvious that they're the heroes, you know? Yeah. No matter their respect no, them. Yeah, no matter what kind of deformity they have or whatever challenges they have physically or mentally, they they're shown. I mean, they're, I don't can't think of a movie that ha- shows uh, people that are marginalized with as much dignity as this movie does. You know, it was definitely ahead of its time. 
Yeah. And I, I was actually looking, and I believe that there is a remake of this, which is horrible. Well, there's a movie called Freaks that's recent, but I, I don't know that it's the same movie. Let's check this out. Because yeah. when I was Googling it to figure out yeah. where I could watch it, yeah, I was just like, what is this bullshit? Oh, it's a mock documentary. I think it's about freaks. Oh, really? I hate mockumentaries. Hmm. I mean, other than Spinal Tap, I like that I one. like a few. It depends. I mean, if you remind me of other ones, obviously, because you know, this movie slipped my mind. If you remind me of films, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I, I like that one or whatever. <laughs> all those, I like all those Christopher Guest ones, like Best in Show. and you know, like, See, I dig that, yeah. And uh, Waiting for Guffman. Like all the, he made like four Ooh, or five yeah. of them. You know, they're all pretty funny. See, that's why I need it when I ask people on Twitter, like, remind me of a horror movie that, like, I know a lot of them. It's just, like, my mind's yeah, not seen, always on it. Yeah, you saw some horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, obviously, my favorite person was the dwarf. He, he's my kindred spirit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The... the Oh, the the one that's spying that that found out about the 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 uh, what's her uh, Cleopatra's Cleopatra. plot to poison Hans. Yep, he's your favorite. Yeah, I I think I'd vibe well with him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is there anyone in the movie that you think like you'd be tight with? Uh, I I stuff like that never occurs to me. I I don't know. I. <laughs> It's a thing I, like I, when I watch films where I'm just like, I could get along with you <laughs> in mm, certain movies. I don't know. I mean, well, there's, I, they're not. I mean, there's, there's some, there are a couple of normies that are okay. Like the clown is a nice guy. He helps them, and the, I forget. I don't know what her role is in the in the circus, but the one that leaves the Hercules, the strong man. Mm-hmm. And hooks up with the clown. I don't know what she does in the circus. I don't know if they tell us. Uh, but she's all right, you know? That was an issue I had. Um, I was not aware of the fact that they cut up the film that much. So I do wonder if they did give more backstory. Well, you know, there's there's a lot of fades to black in that movie. You know, so it's kind of vignettes. Mm-hmm. And you know that, like, in between there was other scenes. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. You could just tell. So, so who, yeah, who knows? What made you want to do this one? Other than obviously we both agree that this is a foundational horror movie. I think, I think I wanted to go like kind of back to the beginning kind of deal, you know? <laughs> Cause what, yeah. What did we do? What did we do last? last the menu. Time? Oh yeah. The Which, menu. Yeah. Like, it's brand new. Yeah. I, I guess I just wanted to just for contrast and yeah, one of, one of the foundational movies for, for the genre is this and yeah, it's so it's so deep really within like movie culture this movie. And like you were saying earlier, even you know, I'm sure many people I'm sure there's many people that have never seen or even heard of this movie, you know, but they've seen movies that are entirely indebted to it, you know. Oh, exactly. Like I was I kind of started doing a count of like other movies cuz like I was actually giving the quote to random friends and Yeah. They're like, because I was doing the one of us, one yeah. of us. And like some people were like, Orange is the New Black. And it's like, oh, shit. No, they're just referencing it in that movie. 
then one person threw Wolf of Wall Street, and I was like, he's just referencing it in this movie. Well, by now, because, I mean, this movie came out in 1932, you know, like, it's it's had a long, 90 years to be referenced by other shit, you know, like, uh, yeah, well, and into other cultures, obviously, the, the Ramones song, the famous Ramones song, you know. I don't, maybe I'm underestimating what? our generation. I don't think that the Ramones um, are that popular with millennials. Now, I went through a heavy punk rock phase. But that's another, that, just like this movie, like, sure, you may not know the Ramones, but, like, the bands you like are based on the Ramones. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's my like, issue, like, when it comes to this, where it's like, I hate it when people really love something, mm-hmm. but they don't know what it was, like, inspired from. Yeah, but that's very common. People don't really know history or you know like people just like what they like <laughs> and especially like a casual fan is not going to go through the history of music or movies to care yeah. most people let's face it Mallory most people don't care the way you and I care about this <laughs> stuff <laughs> they just don't understand or love these things the way we do I, I, mean, I would say like <laughs> I don't even need to analyze it. I I just like to be like, oh yeah, this this is the inspiration, this is the backstory, or this is why they made this movie. Just tiny shit. I don't need to start going into like politics or socioeconomic backgrounds or whatever the fuck that other <laughs> podcasts are doing. Yeah, uh, I mean this this movie. I mean it presents an interesting pro- uh, like, question. Like we talk about how like it couldn't have been made now, but on the other hand. By casting actual circus performers with these actual deformities or whatever you want to call them, uh, I mean, he is using what, what now, is, you know, we, we're always talking about representation. I was definitely Th- waiting for you to bring that up because that was an issue I was thinking about while watching it. These are people that are playing themselves. Mm-hmm. In, or some version of themselves. You know, instead so of it, like Brendan Fraser in a fat suit, you exactly. actually have people who are legit. Yeah. So in that way, it it will conform to to our, our present sort of kind of fashions or trends or whatever, which which will pass. Like this moment will pass. You know what I mean? And uh, we'll be outraged by something completely different in another ten or twenty years. You know what I mean? I could only hope that people just understand that we're not exploiting the freaks and it's just called freaks because they are from a freak show in a carnival. Because that's what it was called. The other interesting thing about this movie also is it's really a bridge to a pre-movie culture. Mm -hmm. You know, the world of the circus and freaks is really a world of the 18th and 19th century, you know? Mm -hmm. These traveling performers from a time before movies and vaudeville and all this stuff, the way that people entertain themselves before movies came along. Mm-hmm. But most of, you know, Todd Brownie's early, especially his silent movie career, uh, actually went back. There's a, there's a couple of them on Tubi, a couple of his silents, and I just watched a little while, and they're so great. Uh, his big his big collaborator earlier was Lon Chaney, you know, who was in Phantom, would go on to be in Phantom of the Opera and The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. But he he and he was supposed to be in Freaks, but he died. He died young of a, I forget what he had, maybe a gastrointestinal thing, or he got the, like a bad flu or something. He died very young. 
Uh, but yeah, they're they're all like kind of tributes to an earlier kind of entertainment. You know what I mean? Definitely. And I've seen us actually try and do that in movies these days. I mean, like retro, the retro stuff or I've seen people like, uh, what is it? Water for elephants. Try and like do that. And, uh, there is a season in American horror story. That's just called freak show. And they try to like capture that, but like they, they just can't, you know, the way that this movie does. Well, yeah, people people like Rob Zombie try to do this, except they they think it's cool or something, like to be gross and mm. to be def- They think like being deformed is like some kind of like fetish or something. Whereas this movie is not about that at all. It's not. It's not about gawking at people that look different than you. You know. Are you like referencing a certain like Rob Zombie film, or just in general? In general. <laughs> I I just really don't like him. Yeah, no, uh, what's to like? <laughs> but also but also like really uh, like the latter part of like Guillermo del Toro's career. Like he's obsessed with these like the classic monsters and like and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he there's something completely missing in his in- reinterpretation. Well, I I thought of him because one of one of the o- obvious descendants of uh freaks is the movie Nightmare Alley. Alley, the original one. Mm-hmm. Not, but then, you know, Guillermo del, del Toro remade it last year, the year before. And it it really, like, loses so much from the original. But in the Nightmare Alley is about this guy who's kind of like this... He's a mesmerist, you know, he's a mind reader who ends up as a, as a geek, you know, which is like <laughs> the lowest thing on the, on the, in the midway, you know? Isn't that okay? I, I'm just randomly throwing out that one takes place in Chicago, right? Partly, yeah. Okay. Partly, it's like the traveling uh, show, like this kind of failing circus that he kind of is part of. But yeah, uh, some of it. Yeah, when he when he makes it big as a mentalist, he's in Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like just mentalist. That's fun. I like just old terms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, there's so many strands of all this stuff that just goes to tentacles that go everywhere. But a lot of it either fetishizes it or makes it into this like whatever retro thing. That's like I don't know. It it, it loses the whole point. Just like well, I, I I'm sorry to pick on old Guillermo, but just how he completely misunderstood Creature from the Black Lagoon with his Shape of Water movie. I mean, I hate that movie. It's so bad. This is where my uh, <laughs> cinematic education fails. I don't think I've really watched a lot of Guillermo del Toro films other than I, I did see Shape of Water, and I think I've seen bits of Pan's Labyrinth. you see Labyrinth? Pan's Labyrinth? Pan's yeah. Labyrinth is great. <laughs> it's almost like everyone tells me to watch it. I remember watching bits of it. I, it wasn't enough to like form an opinion, but I just was in one of those moods where you ever have it where it's like, it's just in the background. No, I don't. No, I think we've discussed this before. I can't do that. I, I wasn't raised in a family where TVs oh, yeah. could just be on in the background. It was either if, if the TV is on, I'm watching it. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. No, no, he, you know, sometimes people get real successful and they just get stuck. I think that's what happened to him. I don't know. And he just keeps remaking things. I don't know. I don't know why he's doing that. His early movies are really good. 
I would actually throw Peter Jackson into that. Oh, yeah. As well. Well, yeah, we did Heavenly Creatures, his best movie. He was very good in his early years, and suddenly he, like, struck gold, and it's like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, those fucking hobbits killed him. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just like the movie, <laughs> The Tiny People. <laughs> the other thing that, the other movie that really uh, fr- freaks reminded me of is your other favorite filmmaker, Werner Herzog, in his, one of his early movies is called Even Dwarves Started Small, which is <laughs> about this island... Uh, run by dwarves where they take like a regular sized person hostage and torment them. That sounds amazing. You should check it out. Where it's, can it's I find a, it? Uh, I, I'm sure you could find it on one of the streamers. Uh, just, just type in even dwarf starts small into, into the, your, into the machine, you know, and it'll spit out an answer. I think it's, it's usually available at least some of the time. Um, I lucked out with Freaks because um, you remember how I said it was a race against time to see. Oh, 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 did they, did they finally cancel your uh, yeah. HBO? HBO yeah. realizes that I wasn't going to pay them <laughs> anymore. That's weird that they kept giving it to you for free. I mean, oh, I, it's I, a fun thing that a lot of people don't know. You can get a privacy card um, that you go online and you give them that number. I know. I, I am such a scam artist. Oh, to get like a tr- free trial, but like not from your yeah, account kind and of you thing. Can oh, put I a see. Limit yeah. on the card, so they keep trying to like charge the card, and eventually they're like, "Fuck you! We're not giving this on, to you anymore." On a le- less fun situation, I just finally got uh, my credit card got hacked this weekend, so I have to wait for. I'm without a credit card for a couple of weeks. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah, there's like $400 worth of charges that are not real. I never had anything, like my credit cards hacked, but I have had them stolen, but like I, I've i really called that in quickly. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I called it in within a day, you know, mm-hmm. but, you know, what they what my bank is doing is they're closing that account and starting a new one. Well, I mean, that's good. Yeah, part. well, I mean, I, I don't think they can do it. Like, once that number gets used, I guess they can't, you know, keep it. They have to close it. Mm-hmm. But it's going to take, like, a couple of weeks until I get a replacement, which is just annoying. I mean, this is not a huge problem. It's fine. Oh, it's been like, Dimitri is broke. He's homeless. He needs to no, be a part of no, the freak show. Yeah, I'm running away with the circus. You know who ran away with the circus, actually, is my friend John, who you met, McNaughton. Oh, really? Yeah. John had it this whole life, like, before he got into films. And one of the things he did was, like, run away with it, literally run away with the circus. I mean, okay, that that definitely makes his writing a little bit more into perspective. Yeah. Definitely. I, I mean, I, I think it's pretty cool. I, I love his work. And now that, like, it's almost everywhere, I don't know why it's just on every uh, screaming, streaming platform. Oh, his movies? Yeah, they pop up. I, uh, I saw Wild Things is on one of the big ones now. I forget which, but... I saw Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. That's on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty badass. Yeah, they pop up. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he... Is this where, like, Carney Kill was uh, inspired from? Oh well, Carney Kill is a is a book. Well, um, yeah, but still. But I'm sure he I'm sure he put his own experiences in. 
and yeah, he talks he talks about that time very fondly. And you know, he was a young man when. And then he was also uh, like for a time he was he was in New Orleans and he was making jewelry. Like he's had all this. Like he didn't get into movies until later in his life. You know, that's like one of the coolest kind of ways. So it's one of the best ways to live, in my opinion. Just try a lot. Well, that's what's amazing. How. I don't know. I mean, like with you, like you obviously are amazing when it comes to art, and then obviously you're really good. Oh, Oh, thanks. Seriously, I I love that taxi that I'll never be able to hail. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, you've got a taxi painting. Yeah, I forgot. (laughs) Sometimes I look at it, and I'm just like, like I'll never be able to do it. (laughs) It's like I gave you a picture of a unicorn. (laughs) I know. It's like, I'll never understand how that shit works. What's so fucked up is, uh, oh, God, I'm actually going to go back. Um, on Friday, when I was at huh? that Taylor Swift party, oh, so fun, um, mm-hmm. one of my niece's friends, it was so fucking awkward. That was one of the few times where I was just like, oh, shit, the adult in us kicked in. Uh-huh. And I wanted to make sure that one of her friends made it home all right. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I know on a Friday night, there were like no Ubers or Lyfts uh-huh. that were going, sure. but I did see a taxi and yeah. I was just like, let's give it a go. Let's see if I can get it. I didn't. We just waited for an Uber. Oh yeah. Old town. Ta- you were in old town. Yeah. There's maybe a chance you could hail a taxi. Downtown is really the only place you can find them regularly. Usually anymore. by like the train stations. Yeah. Or yeah. Like around the museum, like you see them on Michigan Avenue, but there's very few left, uh, but I yeah, I don't. I'm very excited to give it a go, though. <laughs> we'll go on an adventure and take a taxi sometime. Uh, no, no, but what I was saying about John and stuff, when made me think of is a. It's kind of amazing when like a very young person like makes something that's good, like any kind of art that's good, because how where the fuck would it even come from? They haven't lived in any life, you know. Mm. Most most young people. Whereas if if you've had some kind of experiences, you can make it into something. Just like Todd Browning in Freaks, you know, this is clearly a world he knows very well and is a, has a lot of affection for. He just knows it inside out, just the way, just the way all those performers uh, kind of like have banter, you know, and they relate to each other. And you could just tell that they have either long running friendships or grudges with each other. I would say they felt kind of almost like a family. They totally were a family. Especially like just the way they spoke to each other. I was like, that's not a friend thing. That That's a family thing. I could relate to that shit. Even like that, the scene that, you know, the scene where the one uh, girl is leaving the strong man at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And she's just, you know, she's just taking all her shit and putting it into another, uh, another trailer. <laughs> but like, you could just, you could feel that it's not the first time she'd done that, you know, maybe not with him, but with some other, like, this is like old hat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They just go through this, like, this is their world where like you hook up with some other person in, in your traveling show and then it doesn't work out. Then you just take your shit and put it in the other one. You, you make, you make eyes at the clown, you know, like you ingratiate yourself. So you have somebody to, keep company with in the off hours. It's a, it's a whole world like that's evoked in this movie beyond the, the freaks and beyond the plot of it. Mm -hmm. It's a completely like fully functioning world, which 
you just don't get in that many movies, really. Not this well rendered, so simply. You know what I mean? So, would you say there were any aspects of this movie that freaked you out? <laughs> I know, I freaked, freaked out, out by freaks. <laughs> uh, I d- it, w- it wasn't so much freaked out. It's just, I mean, it's it's really... A, was it just a, more of a shock and awe? Like, when was the first time you saw this movie? I don't even remember. It's been, I mean, I've seen it a, a few times. I'm, I, I don't know if they would have shown this on... They could have showed it on TV. Maybe. Uh, so, when I was growing up in Boston... On Saturdays, we had a afternoons after the cartoons. There was a thing called Creature Double Feature, and Creature Double Feature was just what it was. You know, it was two monster movies in a row. That just sounds fun. It was great. Uh, it was. Uh, we didn't have a host, but other regional markets would have like a host, kind of like Svengoolie here. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a guy like in a costume or something that would introduce the movie. We didn't have a. We just had a voice. There was like with a reverb creature double feature and he would laugh and stuff, you know, <laughs> like that. And it would be like, you know, like a Godzilla movie and a Dracula movie or like Tarantula, like all the classic movies. Because I think in the, in the early eighties, which is the time I'm talking about, they got these movies for cheap to run on the local station. Mm. Cause it was before it was, it was just before VHS came in. So TV would rerun old movies a lot. Uh, and these, I'm sure, just kind of like the way the streamers get, like Tubi gets these movies, I'm sure for not for cheap. So many movies. Uh, in the old days, it was just your local station because you only had two or three channels and you had one, one or two local ones, you know? Mm-hmm. And they would show these old movies, and that's where I was introduced to all the monster movies. Uh so I may have seen Freaks back then or shortly after on VHS, you know? Yeah. Uh, but in any case, like, yeah, over, you know, 35 years ago probably when I saw it. Uh, it's, I mean, I don't know that anything freaked me out. It's just like an, it's just a poignant, like it's an incredibly sad movie, you know? And it's just about just basic human cruelty. And it's ab- absolutely... You know, like it just never goes away how like how badly people treat each other, you know? See, I never actually found it sad. I kind of found no. it like, I don't know. I found it like kind of, well, obviously one predictable because obviously that's where we are. And I'm saying like when I first saw it, when I was like, I think 17. What, what, what was the circumstances of your seeing it? Do you remember? Yeah, there is a adorable town that is not very adorable anymore because all the yuppies moved there. Uh, are you familiar with St. Charles? Uh, yeah. I've, I mean, I've, I don't know if I've ever actually been in St. Charles, but I, I know about where it is. So it used to be a very nice, adorable it's west place, of the city. Now all yeah. the yuppies moved in and oh, yeah? they yeah took over their breweries and all that shit. It's very sad, but, um, they have a movie theater. It's an old one, and it's almost mm-hmm. like a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. And it's the Arcadia Theater. And mm. my friends and I, we like to go there like late nights. And they did that uh, film showing of it. 
Oh, so, so that was because that was near where you grew up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that that Wheaton, Illinois, those two were yeah. the two closest things I had to like a downtown area when I grew up. Wheaton's where the big Christian college is, right? Yeah, I mean, it's so funny because I love that area, but it, yeah. I think it has right. the most churches per mm-hmm. capita than anywhere else in the United States. I wow. think. No, I just know about the, there's a super Christian college there called yeah. Wheaton. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I know I, I, I saw the Freaks at some point. You know, it could have played at the Coolidge Corner Theater where I worked later. Because mm-hmm. uh, they would show stuff like that, especially like you know, like late at night or something. Where we also had the you know the twenty four hour horror movie marathon, uh, and they would usually throw in a couple of old monster movies. I want to do that at the music box next. Oh weekend. yeah, that'd be fun. Have you ever been to one? No, a lot of friends have done it, and they've always said I should do it, but I've just never gotten around to do it. Yeah, I've I've totally aged out of that, but like I I went to a few of them when I was when I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I did, I've gone to one even as a 20 something. <laughs> but as a teenager I went a few times. Yeah, you really load up on those uh uh those uh chocolate covered espresso beans and other things to stay up. <laughs> it is so fucking Junk sad. Food. That, like, that's where we are right now. Like, as I said, that Friday night, I was like, and it's midnight. You guys can keep partying. We're going to go. Ah. Oh, 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 from Taylor Swift? Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Well, there's a time and place. Uh, the, the fun, yeah, I mean, the, the great thing about Freaks is that there really are, there aren't any monsters in Freaks. The monsters are the normies, you know? I appreciate that. Because, I don't know, I think any of us who feel that we cannot obviously relate to the people who are freaks, um, technically, in this film. God, it feels so wrong saying it. But it is nice to see the outsiders being the ones who actually end up on top. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, it's a a complicated movie to discuss now uh, in in terms of language, in terms of all this stuff, because there is no language. Semantically, for, there's no way you could discuss it without it coming out as like, I don't know. No, and and you know you you can't call uh, Schlitzy, you know the 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 character with microcephaly, what 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 she used to be called, which which is a pinhead. I was. They did do that in uh, Ryan Murphy's uh, season of Freak Show. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I can't, you know. But it was actually seen as pretty problematic, and a lot of people were pissed at that. Yeah, I mean, we're 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 at a point where in language is changes so quickly. I I don't know any any words that you could use that everyone everyone at this point would agree with that are kosher, you know, for the, for the things and the people in this movie. Mm-hmm. But like you know, as we noted before. Uh, these perform the sideshow performers are absolutely given dignity and they're the heroes of this movie. They're the ones that band together to punish uh, a woman who was trying to take advantage. You know? I like the best that the normie was the outsider 
in this film. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's really that like, yeah, the, the, the big point of this movie is like this Todd Browning's love letter to, to outcasts and outsiders, you know, which he clearly identified himself with, you know? <laughs> I do like that they actually obviously, out of punishment, forced her to be actually one of them. <laughs> yeah, one of us. They, yeah, uh, because... Because you know she was ugly on the inside, she she thought they were ugly on the outside, but she was ugly on the inside. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, you wanted to be one of us, we're gonna make you one of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I yeah, it's it's just a fucking great movie. I don't know. Uh, I like uh, that like you picked a film where it's like it's just really good. <laughs> There's yeah, not much I'm, else to say. I'm I'm just picking picking a good one. No, we we've had lots of talk already. You know, like, there's lots lots to talk about, but it's it's one of these elemental things, you know. And in the the circus setting is great. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of other movies that have made me think of. Like, have you seen uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky's Santa Sangre? No, have you seen Santa Sangre. That's it's from the '80s. How do you so, spell that? Uh, <laughs> Santa S A N T A, I think. And then Sangre is uh, it's uh, Holy Blood, yeah, in, in Spanish. You know, that's a circus theme, and that's it's basically a slasher movie, but it's it's got a bunch of stuff that kind of references this because the uh, the main character's mom has no hands, and he's her hands, and he mm -hmm. kills people with knives for her. Uh, and this is stuff that like Top Browning had in his other movies, and actually, like a couple of the other, the earlier ones. There's one called The Unknown, which, which is stars Lon Chaney and a very young Joan Crawford, mm -hmm. like when she was very young. And uh, he Lon Chaney is a guy that is posing as a like a knife thrower, throws the knives with his feet, uh, and a bunch of this the same performers that are in freaks are in that movie but it's silent uh it, it's cool to look up i mean it's, yeah it's not yeah it's probably like the culmination of his career this movie not uh like dracula yeah yeah in a way yeah i mean dracula dracula is good dracula is a more of like it's not a, a groundbreaker lot. though yeah but it's it's more of a, a kind of a standard kind of gothic tale, you know, like Dracula. I mean, it is, as I said, like there's like a format already for it. Yeah. It's ba yeah. I mean, it's it's based on a well-known book, the Dracula, uh, that was well known. I yeah, think everyone just that, keeps redoing it. They do. Now Nicolas Cage is going to be Dracula. Oh dear God! Really? Yeah, yeah. In the hey. Renfield movie. He finally gets to be a real yeah. vampire. You, you haven't you haven't seen the the There's a trailer. It's pretty funny. I the movie's probably going to be bad. I forget who Renfield is. It's some oh it's uh, Nicholas. Uh, it's the guy from the menu. He's Renfield. Uh, Nicholas Holt or Nicholas. I will say the I, asshole I guy like from him. the menu. Yeah, he's a good actor in my opinion. So yeah. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, he's the new Renfield and. I mean, it kind of—it looks like a comedy. It looks pretty cheesy. I don't know. Strange uh, that we're going into the vampire era again. 
if if they can't, you know, I guess there's there more there's more gold in them there hills, you know, <laughs> more gold to mine. Well, yeah, when the, in between remakes of or new iterations of Scream or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna see that, and uh, I'm gonna make that be one of the films that we discuss. Well, sure, yeah. I mean, if we're gonna, you know, you're gonna make me suffer through it, we may as well at least get a podcast out of it. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, a one. yeah. Uh, so yeah, like, I mean, you could definitely like you could be like, I hate this film, and I could be like, either I enjoyed it shockingly, or wow, I can't believe they did that film. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of the other great compliments you can give to Freaks is it could never be remade. Like, I was not truly. There's just no way you can't. How how would you remake this movie? Like with a bunch of CGI? I don't know. That was. How would you thing. explain to a contemporary audience what's going on in this movie? I don't know. <laughs> it's a thing that I hated about that season Freak Show for American Horror mm. Story because almost everything was pulled from freaks, like all the characters and everything. Yeah. I mean, you even have Sarah Paulson playing a Siamese twin. It's weird uh-huh. as shit. Yeah. But it, none of it came off. It, it, nothing hit, you know? Well, yeah, because everybody who takes this material and like whatever runs with it, makes it into, you know, I don't know how else to say a freak show, but like a, a, a thing to kind of gawk at. Let's say they actually make it more exploitative, and that's strange. Yes, they make it as exploitative, whereas the movie Freaks is not exploitative at all. Even like the kind of bits of kind of comedy, like where the Siamese twins, you know, they, they, they're going to get married to two different guys that don't get along. <laughs> I mean, it's funny, but it's not funny at their expense. It's at the expense of the guys, you know what I mean? I mean, I feel like all of it was just like everything was funny in theory. Like, just thinking about it, but not exactly at anyone's expense entirely. Yeah, it's not making fun. That's a thing that's so hard to do that he does, pulls off in this movie. Is He gets a bunch of car- people who would be made fun of. I mean, their job is to be laughed at, basically, you know? And he gives them dignity. And that's That's really hard to do. You know what I mean? That's... Probably my favorite aspect. I mean, obviously, other than the fact that, you know, us small people have power, too. Um, <laughs> oh, you, oh, that's why you identify with the dwarf, <laughs> because cause he's short? <laughs> it's so wrong. See, I'm, I'm going to be canceled so hard, Dimitri. <laughs> mm. but, I don't, I, yeah, that, normal height, but that's yeah. the thing is, I, I don't know if, uh, I mean, they use the term little people these days, but is little people both... Dwarves and I don't know if the, the word midget the is probably not kosher anymore. But I don't think midget's acceptable. I don't know dwarf little people. I think is just like a joke. So I don't know. I don't know if little people is a joke, but there are different types of ways because, like, what Hans is and what the the guy that you like is is two very different mm-hmm. things. You know? Yeah. So a dwarf is a person with a a, a regular size regular height person's head, you know? And the body is smaller, whereas Hans is proportionately uh, the same as a normal size or whatever, average size person. See, again, you you get into so much trouble. 
because you say normal and then that implies that the people in this movie are not normal. You know what? Uh, little people, I'm, I just looked it up really quickly. They prefer to be called dwarfs or little people or people of short stature. Um, yeah, for some reason, dwarf is still acceptable. Cool. Yeah, midget is not right. They call it the M word. And it's like, whoa, okay. Right. Okay, yeah. No, that's fair. Uh, but I'm just using it because it has been used. Uh, I'm not saying that that should be the term. I'm just saying that there's a distinction between what Hans is and what your guy is. Yeah. I'm looking the, up what the actual like definition of a dwarf is. Yeah. Okay, I would like to point out that um, at adult height, dwarfs tend to be 4 feet 10 inches, and um, <laughs> I'm pretty goddamn close. <laughs> I'm just as, as I, but yeah, as I understood it, I may be wrong. Is that uh, a dwarf will have their head will be bigger mm-hmm. uh, proportionally to their body, exactly than an average sized person. Whereas whatever Hans is, you know, Hans has a, a small head. The way the rest of his uh, features are small. I'm looking up what he is. Now, it's so hard because when you look up freaks, almost all the things that, like, were inspired by freaks actually jump up more. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, but like we started out saying at the beginning, I bet most people, and, like, most, you know, young people, whatever, that fancy themselves, like, whatever, horror movie fans probably haven't even seen this movie. They don't know what's being talked about or referenced or just as... Yeah, most, whatever, most people that like whoever, Blink-182, never listen to the Ramones. You know? <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I can't find what he technically is. I just like on Google, though, where they say people that also ask, and the first thing is, is the movie Freaks inappropriate? What was the intention of Freak Show? Is the movie <laughs> Freaky inappropriate? What is the story behind Freaks? Uh-huh. Yeah. Give it to the weird people on the internet. Sure. No, I. But as far as yeah, contemporary wise, there's like a million reality shows that I I find a million times more offensive than than the movie Freaks. I'm curious. Obviously, we said it could never be remade. But do you think if this exact movie came out today, would it be all right? Uh, I, I have no idea. Uh, I mean, it would be weird for, for one, you know, it's a black and white movie. <laughs> nothing else. People uh, will be puzzled by that, I guess. Some people are kind of into it, but, you know, who knows? I, I have no idea. They, they would have to have a long, like, whatever, message board discussion, whatever, Facebook conversa- posts or whatever about dissecting all the meanings and stuff and checking in with all their friends to see if it's okay to like this or not. You know what I mean? Because people are so afraid to just have an opinion because they're afraid they will be judged badly these days. I think that's or, what is what would make it a horror movie today. <laughs> the horror, Yeah, the horror movie would be like yeah, other people's wrath on social media. <laughs> for not using the correct language or what have you. Exactly. 
but the, yeah, the the movie is absolutely not. If if anybody thinks that uh, this movie is taking advantage of or making fun of um, differently abled people, it it just is not. <laughs> that's just not. Cor- that's just factually incorrect. You know what I mean? <laughs> The, 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 a person that would say that has not seen this movie. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> so I would definitely say everybody should watch this movie if you actually give a damn about yeah movies. Put down your fucking TikToks and watch Todd, <laughs> Todd Browning's Freaks. <laughs> Especially, you know, if you want to see the disempowered minority actually, you know, get together and fuck up a normie yeah and there's plenty of normies that that need fucking up (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah I don't know yeah I guess it's in a certain way it's a feel good movie (laughs) for a certain for a certain certain segment of the population but probably not the majority I don't know I'm not sure if I had read about the film prior to watching it which led me to not feel bad for anybody because I kind of was like, they're going to win the day. You said you you went with your friends. Did did some friend invite you? Like, whose idea was it to go see this movie when you were 17? I usually was the one who pushed to watch older things. Like, as you're mentioning Alejandro, I actually forced everybody to see El Topo. Yeah. And that, that was just who I was. Yeah. And I don't even think I had any purpose behind it. I would just be like, I've heard about this film. Mm-hmm. I hear it's good. I'm going to make you all come with me. <laughs> see, see, you made your friends suffer through El Topo. So his weird freak, speaking of freaks, you know, <laughs> his freak hippie movie. <laughs> I, you'll see, I was tight with some theater kids. So yeah. I was just going to be like, if you're ever going to get ahead, you have to see this. Yeah. Have you seen his last two the the two movies he made like in the last decade. Mm-mm. They're so good. Uh, one is called uh, Endless Poetry and the the one before is uh, The Dance of Reality. And I've he's, heard of he's that a, one. Yeah. It, they're, they go together and they're both about his childhood mm-hmm. in, in uh, what's it called, in Chile. Is it Chile? Or? Yeah, he's from Chile. Yeah. yeah. And just about his whole story of you know his, you know they're they're immigrant Jews from Europe like running away from the Nazis you know <laughs> all the stuff like his past and well just like in all his movies like all his 700 kids are in it you know <laughs> he's got all these children I mean yeah speaking of I'm freaks that, up, like, that guy children is a freak. says five and then included but like it doesn't really say one person he, who shockingly has a shit ton of kids is Eddie Murphy. He has at least 10. Why is it shocking? He was such a big star. <laughs> you know? that, is, that is true, but it's like, damn, you did not stop. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you, Eddie Murphy, who somehow has avoided being problematic, <laughs> even though he kind of is, but I love him. You love Eddie Murphy? Oh, yeah. I love his humor. I mean, I, I won't, you know, back down from that. I find him hilarious. It, it's funny. Eddie Murphy, like, he was really, really, I mean, he hit when I was a kid. Like, his early comedy albums and when he was on SNL and stuff. 
I'd like, like to give you five stars for actually referencing, referencing comedy albums because I thought I was the only person who had those. Yeah, Eddie Murphy, Raw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- there was another one. They were really big. Delirious. Delirious, right. Um, but also like his early movies, like 48 Hours in Beverly Hills Cop. Those were really big. No shout-outs was... to Coming to America? Ugh. Mm, no? That was that was the end of Eddie Murphy, as far as I'm concerned. It had some good one-liners. I, I, I mean, you got to appreciate Talk that. about cringe. <laughs> For me, like, yeah, that one was oof. No, cringe is the sequel to that. Like, the fact that they felt the need to do that. It's like, oh, well, my that's, God. Well, that's just, like, why they keep remaking Scream or... You know, it's the same. Oh, you know, story old as time. Just like the plot of Freaks. Like, why? Why is this lady marrying a little person? Only Mm. one reason. Money. Yeah. Got to get money. I mean, you see that the end, the very ending of Freaks, and he's got this like giant house, in which he's crying about how horrible he's been. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is such a great episode for Valentine's Day. Fuck yes. Yeah, and it and and she comes in and uh, what is her name? Shit, what is his his true love's name? It's like it's another German kind of name, it's like Gertrude or something. Oh shit! One That's one funny. of those kinds of names. It's not Gertrude, but it's one. It's an old fashioned name like that. Um, yeah, it's definitely one of those names where like I I know what era. But those you're are from. both like very season like those are. People that have been in this circus and sideshow forever, for real, you know? Those are just like, well, in the Wizard of Oz, the munchkins, you know? All those munchkins are circus performers, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, which, you know, the Wizard of Oz is, is a little bit is later than this, but still, yeah. Um, okay. I don't know. I'm going for names here because I actually was able to pull up the cast. Yeah. Yeah, fuck no, I'm not going to be able to find this. Yeah, it's, it's okay. because it's so old. Yeah, I do remember... Oh, I have I have Wikipedia here. Uh, you have it too? Frida. Wow. Frida. Frida. Okay. Daisy Earls. Harry, yeah, they were really... Harry Earls and Daisy Earls. So they were, yeah, they were a real couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hans and Frida, yeah. That feels like such a perfect duo when it comes to names. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think this is definitely. I feel like we've almost said everything we can say about it. <laughs> yeah. Mean, she tried to take the money, and that's what happens. Also, I mean, Schlitzy is. He, he's the basis of uh, Zippy the Pinhead. You know the the cartoon, the comic. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. That's that's. That's who Zippy is based on. Yeah, many, 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 like, music, movies, like, all kinds of strands uh, or tentacles come out of of freaks, you know? (laughs) Good and bad. Yeah, Zippy the Pinhead. Sorry. It's so horrible (laughs) laughing at something like that. Yeah. Well, this is... I see. I my hope about all all this the language wars and shit is that we get to a point where you can use all the words again when people are actually treated with enough dignity. 
whatever yeah. their identity is, that you can everybody can insult everyone. <laughs> if we could get to that point, that that would be a true like evolution, you know, for for this fucking society. I mean, that's usually my thing is that I hate all people equally. So mm-hmm. that's where I stand. Right. But it would be interesting to see if we ever get to that point semantically. Um, we Probably are not. not there anywhere no, we're, soon. We're just at a particularly like unstable moment in, in regards to language. And we'll we'll get to some sort of plateau at some point, you know, where people agree on more things than we agree on now. I mean, Who the it's hell about, knows how long that's going to be? Yeah. But I, th- I think that's, I think it, there's always an ebb and flow about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like language debates. And I mean, a lot of it is totally legitimate. Oh, definitely. There are terms that should be retired, especially if, if all they're used for is to put people down. There's no fucking reason. We can live without using these words. Like, as I said, like, there are some words that I didn't even know were slurs. Yeah. I, mean, I, I was slightly aware that midget, they don't like to be called that. I never would have guessed M word. Yeah, yeah. There was, like, I remember, like, a huge issue before where Lizzo used the word spaz. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, that that's a bad word. I didn't know that. Well, that's the thing is, yeah, it's it's all being worked out now. So who the fuck knows? Like I've been yeah. using that one for crazy, and I was just like, oh, do I just no? There's there's all kinds of things uh, where, like, in an earlier, if we had been talking about the movie Freaks, you know, whatever, thirty, forty years ago, we would have been using a lot of other words that we're not using now, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> uh, to to describe the characters in this movie. And so, and it's probably to the good for the most part, uh, because everybody deserves to have some sort of dignity, except if they're assholes, and then they don't. <laughs> so I guess what I would end this with is, I also truly love the poster, <laughs> mm. um, one with the can a full grown woman truly love a midget, <laughs> and then it shows. <laughs> Uh, him on her lap, just fully looking like a child, and and making out with her, and it's like, oh shit, that that feels scandalous as hell. Like you could, that would not fly. Today. Well, that you know, you you make a you make a a, po- a poster as an ad, so <laughs> you're tr- you're trying to trick people into coming and seeing your thing, right? It looks like she's making out with the child. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, because Hans is uh, what I think his name Harry Earls. You know, it does is a childlike looking person. Mm-hmm. But as he says at the very beginning, look, I'm I'm a, I'm a man, and it, it's really that's really the point of this whole movie. Always, you know, <laughs> it's a, no matter what people look like or how they were born, they should be treated with dignity, which is ultimately the point of all these language wars. Hopefully, like the ones that are being. The ones that are being fought, like with good faith, you know, mm-hmm. there. I think there are also people that are using the language wars to to their own advantage, you know. Definitely. In in Definitely. very bad faith. <laughs> and that's why social media will kill us all. Well, well, not you, uh, you obviously. But... You have a choice, as uh, um, you know. 
I don't I don't want to be uh there's there's actually a bunch and now I'm looking there's a bunch of different posters for it. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, if you do a, an image search, there's many different ones. Hmm, Some really look-see. cool ones, yeah. I, I like that I just said looksy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just using so fucked up. Yeah, what there's a bunch it? of different ones. There's ones that have a bunch of scenes in it, uh, from it, all kinds of stuff. I mean, obviously the poster was very vital back then because I don't think they did trailers then, did they? Oh, in mo- yeah, you know, they probably didn't. Um, no, they the trailers came pretty early. Yeah? I mean, they would show like a cartoon or a short, like a newsreel. Where reel. would they have found it? What? Like, where would they have seen the trailer? Like, did it come before other movies back yeah, then? Yeah, yeah the, way, the way we have it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was pretty early, but... But you know, obviously they didn't have, say, TV. They didn't have other media. Or they, they could have a print ad, or they could have a poster, you know, on the side of the theater, like, coming soon. That's pretty you badass. Would, you, you would make a poster. Just like, you know, I just had to design a fucking poster for a flyer for a, a reading. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a reading in a couple of weeks. Oh, dude, what are you doing? Maybe I'll show you, up. You should come. Uh it's it's in uh, it's in Rogers Park at a cafe called Archie's that I've never been to. Oh, that's a good place. Oh, you've been there? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, it's Sunday the twenty sixth. If you're around, it's at two o'clock. Come on by. Writing it down. Sunday the twenty sixth. I'll send you the poster. I'll email you the poster. You can yeah. put it on Twitter. <laughs> right next to your. Like the link to to my amazing soon to be viral TikTok video. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll become a virus yet. You mark my words. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I don't know this this new movie this new freaks movie is like their poster is just like this hand with an ice cream cone melting. I don't know what the fuck it. I don't even know what it is. It's oh, definitely got gosh. nothing to do with. With Todd Browning. Yeah, I was seeing that there's also another movie, like, going back. Uh, I don't know when I watched this, but Prom Night, they have a new... They had a new back in, like, 2012 or something. Another movie called Prom Night and, like, was not the same movie at all. Sure, yeah. Well, you you can't... You can't trademark a name like that. Yeah, that's why you have so many different things with the same name. Can I make a movie that's called Halloween then? Sure. Oh, I'm going to do it. Well, who would stop you? What what would your Halloween be? Well, I I, I think I've kind of said it before, but I actually really do find the uh, 1982 uh, Tylenol killings fascinating because it led to a lot of areas actually canceling Halloween because they weren't quite sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't know I thought that was a cool thing. <laughs> so your Halloween just would just be about people seeing children inside not being allowed to trick or treat because because they're afraid of being poisoned. Well, you know the mystery <laughs> of it and everything, and they even had uh, cop cars going um, down blocks. I don't know what you call the uh, megaphones that they had on top of the cop cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. And they're warning people, like, throw out all your pills and everything because they weren't really aware of, like, what was going on for the first, mm-hmm. like, couple days. 
Yeah, there was a lot. Uh, I think it was the Tribune. Somebody did like a long, like in, investigative piece about like just trying to. There, oh, there, there was a podcast too I listened to that just came to no conclusion. They're oh, trying to. It's the anniversary catch the of guy. this year. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Right. Uh, they're trying to. You know, they had a prime suspect and they could just never catch him. My favorite yeah. random, because if you go on Reddit, that's my favorite place if you want to get some weird-ass shit, is uh-huh. some people are like, it was the Unabomber. <laughs> it's like, right. what? Where, where'd you come up with that theory? Sure. Like, that wasn't even his M.O. Like, even he was just like, why? Well, why not? It was, yeah, it was Ted Bundy. It was it was a Zodiac killer, yeah. Yeah, just let's start naming random people who existed in that era. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> John Wayne Gacy got a later start. Yep. Actually, I have John, no idea when the fuck he was captured, but... John Gacy? Uh, John Gacy was in... Uh, I know he was, like, in the 70s. I just don't know when they caught him. Oh, shit. I, I'm so bad with dates, but, like, I think it was in the 80s. See? He could have done it. Well, my friend Frank, who grew up in... Uh, Displains. Mm-hmm. He was. He would ride his bike. It was close enough to where the house was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gacy's house. He would go there like when they were digging it up. As oh, a kid. Shit. Yeah, that was. It was like a big local thing. You know, talking about gawking at like a, a freak show. That was like the local freak show when they were digging up the the house for all the bodies. You know. I would have to say this is the most fucked up thing. But one, my uncle used to play poker with him. Fun mm. stuff. Yeah. Which he was really big in local politics. That. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I don't know, like the neighborhood guy and cool contractor. My dad, yeah. though, he, he had the worst sense of humor. Uh, still does. Because, like, obviously, that's where my family lived very close to. Oh, here. seventy. They arrested him in 78. Oh, yeah. too late then. He couldn't have done it. But anytime we <laughs> passed that area, he'd be like, oh, there's 30 below. And it's like... <laughs> God damn, Michael Smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, taking shit to a dark level. I don't know if they ever, like, found more than 30 bodies. That was a fucked up scenario. Well, there was other, yeah, he, there was another, there was another site where at the, yeah, there, I mean, there's still investigations because there's all these, uh, yeah, it was a, he had, there was another yard, it was a relative's, I forget. Um, see, if, it, it's all gone. Like I actually reviewed the like there was a mini series a few years ago, not the last one, but there was one before. So it wasn't the tapes on Netflix, right? No, but there was. It was like I think it was CNN or some. There was a, it was a mini series also. Oh, they've had multiple then. Wow. Oh yeah, they. It's a yeah. It's another one that they. You know, we just fucking love our serial killers, but. Uh, they were trying to dig up later, like they were digging up another yard, mm-hmm. uh, and they they just never found the bodies that us that were claimed to be there. Gotta love like, our Chicago serial killers. Very treasures. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one thing that did suck on Friday. Is um, What's that? are you aware that there is potentially an active serial killer in Chicago currently? No. Is it Taylor Swift? <laughs> is she is she the serial killer? 
<laughs> it was one of those things where, like, we kept talking about it that time. Whenever, like, okay, one, you could not talk on the second floor. You had to go back down to, like, the first floor to even, like, hear each other. But mm. basically what it's being considered is this guy is getting guys who are walking home late from, like, north side bars and killing them and dumping them into the river. Guys, what, like in Boys Town? Yeah, Boys Town, Old Town area. Oh, like so that. that that college kid that died in the water, that they're thinking now he's he's like a victim of a serial killer? Yeah, because they've actually found, I think they said they found 11 bodies so far. No, no, that's news to me. It's actually a fucked up thing, too, because I was like, God damn, this guy's uh, be good, you know, given our 21st century technology, but... <laughs> No, what was funny is that the Taylor Swift thing, I mean, I even looked You're at impressed. Blunt. Is good, that good job at killing. It's one of those things where I was just like, damn, I thought they were extinct, and they're making a comeback. Interesting. <laughs> Blunt was oh. uh, one of eight guys at the entire thing. And um, the one person I tried to hail a cab for, and then I failed, and I got an Uber for was um, my niece's friend, who was also a guy, clearly. And she was were... freaked out because she kept talking about it. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to get you home now so you're not freaked yeah. out anymore. Because there was just, like, one shady guy who was with nobody who, hmm. like, was by us the entire time. Right. It's, it's like the one grown person at the Chuck E. Cheese that's not supposed to be there. You know what I mean? I, Around I was gonna a say, bunch of children. If you was able to be there, Dimitri, you could have been there. Yeah, you were inviting me to be there, but like, then you described like Blunt was one of the eight guys. So when you were texting me and I was talking about how it was all just like young girls, and it turns out it is because who listens to Taylor Swift? Well, it uh, actually wasn't like young girls. I always assumed like during that, you know, because I think I told you I was originally expected. Um, from my childhood to go to U of I, like all of my siblings. And mm. my sister was the president of her sorority. And mm. it was expected that I would go to that sorority. And as I looked around, because there are a lot of people our age, because Taylor Swift, like, you know, she's our age. And then obviously she got the younger generation. Yeah. I immediately was just like, I think this is what a sorority would have been like. Oh, that party? Yeah, I, I was yeah, just yeah. like looking at a lot of the chicks and I was just like, I made the right decision to not go there. But you were texting me so at saying I'd be surprised at the variety of, like, the range of people that were there, and you're describing one kind of person. There were a lot of different people, but I would say predominantly very blonde, drunk girls. Right. Yeah. So there, that's, there definitely that's, was, like... That's Taylor Swift's demographic. I mean, I'm sh I'm sure there's like a sprinkling of like little gay boys that like Taylor Swift or whatever, but <laughs> but but like the vast majority of her fans have to be like girls that like want to be Taylor Swift, right? You know, I gotta say, yeah. And these bitches scared the shit out of me. Where I immediately was like, I'm never going to a concert. Like I saw her once, and my niece actually kept pointing. She's like, "This is the one we went to. You remember?" And I was just like, "No." I did not like Taylor Swift back then. Like, I barely remember. Like, it's when Love Story I came mean, out. I it's, mean, it's, it's very, it's totally puzzling to me because her, whatever the 
I don't know what she's like in real life. Nobody, pr- I'm sure, does. But like, she's the like persona- Beyonce. She's really good at hiding who the fuck she is. No, but the persona that she's projecting is the fucking popular bitch girl from high school to me. Don't you oh, think? She always gives mean girl vibes. Yeah, okay. she's the mean girl. So how is she? Some why? Why do all these girls like want to be her then? It's so, I have heard so many reasons. Um, <laughs> believe me, I, I actually asked a lot. Speaking of, of monsters, like, we're, we're questioning whether, like, the sideshow performers are, are horrifying. Like, to me, like, this whole Taylor Swift thing is much scarier. <laughs> Which, uh, by the way, I, I could actually send it to you if you want, but there is a good <laughs> 15 minutes that I cut out of the Saturdays, last Saturdays podcast where me and the... Uh, Scott guy, we're just railing hard. <laughs> yeah, on her. Well, you cut. You were afraid that she would come after you or something. Why'd you cut it out? I. <laughs> well, one, it's not that I think that Taylor Swift was going to take a hit on me, but then you know, maybe she's got power. She's going to team up with Roxanne Gay, and they're going to take you out. Oh shit! Good <laughs> <laughs> dream team. <laughs> Actually, I believe they had a feud with each other at one point. Oh, really? About what? Um, there was, uh, I, one, I had no idea that this bitch had so many music videos cause like they'd be like projected in the background and there was one where like blonde popular white bitch was like totally trying to be like a black girl <laughs> and everything. And I was just like, Oh, Taylor Swift was trying to be a black girl. I know when she was, was just pulling out. It's for the song, shake it off. Oh, and Roxanne Gay didn't like that she was trying to be a black girl. Yeah. <laughs> or like she was appropriating appropriating cultural yeah. appropriation. Right. And after that, that's when Taylor Swift was like, I'm sorry I didn't have control over my branding back then. And it's like mm. And that, yeah. now they now they hugged it out and now they're pals. They who can, knows? No, I think Taylor. anyone who has a shot to be pals with Taylor Swift will do it. <laughs> yeah? Would you be pals with Taylor Swift? I think I'd be nice to her. Yeah? I mean, because you were afraid of her. I, I am truly <laughs> afraid of her. Anyone who looks like they would have been a mean girl in high school, I already yeah. have like a bit of an intimidation factor in there. Yeah, I mean, all the all of all the people on Freaks are nice seem nicer to me than Taylor Swift. Jesus, I Taylor know. Swift would be Cleopatra. I was just about to say you know? that. Yeah. <laughs> the only difference, though, is she's the one who's loaded. So right, yeah, she wouldn't need she wouldn't need to marry Hans because. They'd be trying to marry her, um, which yeah, that's but the. Uh, I'm sure I guess she that's... could write a killer love song about it. And then she'd write some like breakup anthem about it, right? Oh, exactly. But I guess that's the problem with. I mean, I don't know. I don't know her fucking music at all. But the problem is that she's got everything, so there's not any. Uh, there's no tension, or there's not. There's not an obstacle to overcome. Just dramatically, it's just so empty. The whole Taylor Swift thing. I think one. I mean, like she she got won. Famous at she like won. such a young age. Oh, she won the game <laughs> of capitalism. Like she won everything. Ago. And like now she's just like doing side quests at this moment. Oh, like, like, like you heavier. were earlier we were talking about how like Julia Louis Dreyfus doesn't need to be doing anything because she's loaded. What well, like times a million. A billion Taylor Swift. Why is she even out there anymore? Why isn't she just at home counting her stacks of money? I don't know. 
You know, this could obviously be a perception, obviously, issue, but, like, Julie, uh, you know who I'm talking about, she never seemed like she was in it for the money. Meanwhile, Taylor Swift is, like, throwing down brand deals and going crazy with Ticketmaster. I know it's technically not her fault. I do hate Ticketmaster, though. No, Ticketmaster isn't her fault. Ticketmaster is a fucking disaster. Horrible, but... Pearl Jam started at first. No one listened to them. Um, (laughs) But... You know, she does brand deals. If you ever look at her merch stuff, because I've tried to buy stuff for my nieces, you know, for the birthdays. Uh, and she'll sell, like, the same vinyl, and it'll be in, like, four different colors and be like, you got to sure, get yeah. them all. Yep. So that's what I'm saying. Like, she, she wants the money. I don't know why at this point, but... What for... Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of naive and dumb this way, but like after a certain point, what the fuck are you going to do with it? How much money do you actually need? You know what I mean? It's projected that after this tour, she'll be a billionaire. And as I just keep wondering, as you just said, it's like after a certain point, what else are you going to do with it? Yeah, as the saying goes, you can't take it with you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and like we've looked up like how many houses, and she has two private jets and all that. It's like, what do you need it for? Like, yeah. I don't know. Rich people, That's definitely. An, I, you can loop, loop this back to freaks for a second. That's an interesting question that I hadn't thought of until this moment. Is why is Hans in the circus? Maybe he wanted camaraderie. He must. I mean, because if there he's not a lot of people who are. You know, like him. He's just, he's got like millions or whatever, the 30s equivalent of millions. Mm-hmm. He's got this inheritance. Why is he in the circus? Like the a circus, even then, it was, you know, actors and show people were considered like very, very low class, you know? Mm-hmm. Like show people like, you know, for like, like for women, it's her way. It was like the equivalent of being a prostitute. You know what I mean? In society, like, why would Hans want to be there? That is what I truly believe, is that obviously, you know, when they kind of are like one of us and it feels very, like, family-like and everything, I just think he wanted to, you know, be amongst people that he felt, you know, were similar to him in a certain, like, area. He wanted to be by outsiders, and if that was his way to do it, then that was his way to do it. Because let's face it, it would probably be hard to be walking around in average society that's not a carnival and yeah, but see he other could, people uh, like him. And sure, you could buy friends. I know that. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Well, he yeah. I mean that that was the whole thing with Cleopatra. You know, he was buying her. Yeah, that's what you know. Like <laughs> but he already yeah he already, I mean it's I mean it's a simple kind of like story uh, moral tale you know about like you know appreciating what you have or what you know that's his that's his storyline <laughs> he already had frida they were engaged to be married at the beginning <laughs> and instead he like ran off with this horrible monster <laughs> <laughs> i mean before she became a duck person <laughs> before she became the human duck I looked that up actually, and it's not the first time that he had the human duck. He, uh, uh, Todd Browning, he'd had that character in an earlier movie. There's a, I mean, the silent era, you know, we've lost a lot of movies. They're just the copies were destroyed in fires and stuff. 
like the most legendary one of his career is called London After Midnight, mm-hmm. s- starring Lon Chaney, and there's no copies of that one. Uh, but the, yeah, there was a lot of there's a lot of recurring themes, and he, I think Freaks is just him bringing all the stuff that he was into into the talkie era, you know. Mm-hmm. And may, maybe the yeah, the the talkie crowd was not ready for that much reality, <laughs> as much reality as old Todd Browning was offering them. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely not. <laughs> Shit got too re- real for them. <laughs> Such a sad story. <laughs> it is, yeah, and kind of ahead of and behind, like. It's it's like a movie totally out of times because it was ahead of its time, like in the how empathetic it was to people that were different. But now it's it's like at a point where it can't. There's no place for it, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. So, I don't know. Yeah, if, yeah. Somebody will come out with the, the movie or the book of the future that can. Uh, be be respectful to every kind of person. There's not one piece of art that can do that, I guess. I don't know. Well, everything's going to be polarizing these days. You know, we just have to look potentially forward to the future. (laughs) I I, I don't know. We could could just get worse. I don't know. (laughs) I've I've never, ever had any any kind of insight into the future. You, you could always go back to the future, oh. right, Scott? Oh no! Please don't, <laughs> please don't go back to the future. Back to the future to remake everything into the fifties, where only like white people were okay in the suburbs. Yeah, see, then you could say whatever you wanted, though. Back then, <laughs> sure, that's the whole Robert Zemeckis thing, which is why he's like the Lenny Riefenstahl of America. Yeah. <laughs> He's making Triumph of the Will and making it nostalgic and happy, you know, with with that, the other character whose name I'm not going to say that he invented. <laughs> <laughs> the the thing that the you know Back to the Future was a prequel to. <laughs> <laughs> so, for the next film, I already have an idea. Oh, you do. What do you got? Okay, so this is a very... I I don't know if you're going to count it as cheesy, but on Twitter, all of my friends keep mentioning it. I've seen it before, but I think it'd be cool to do the Amityville Horror. Oh, yeah, let's do that. I haven't seen that in a million years. I I have no memory of it now, which is good. yeah. Let's do Amityville. Do you know what it's on? Um, Currently, it is on Amazon. But you could also get a free version on YouTube. You just have to, you know, look in full movie. I, I'm sure it could be available elsewhere, but yeah. usually, if it's on Amazon, then it's on Vudu, which I can accept. Ooh, Vudu, you, you know, it was the cheapo. I think Fandango bought that that site. Fandango bought Vudu. Mm-hmm. They're somehow connected. But yeah, I won't use Amazon, but I'll use Vudu because that's that that's my very complicated morality. Whatever. That's the stand. I'm. That's the hill I'm dying on. But <laughs> I don't think that's the only hill you're dying on. 
I, I, I die many deaths on many hills all I would the time. say, you're going to be scattered and then die on several hills. Well, yeah. when The freaks yeah, are going to get you. Yeah, you, you, you'll get a FedEx package with like a little packet of the dust, you know, after the cremation. And you'll have to, with instructions where to scatter it. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be like, <laughs> you know, here's Amazon. Here's Back to the Future. Yeah, uh, but my friend Skyler was joking the other day about how he's going to start a uh, Instagram account of all the, the places that I don't go, like like restaurants or bars that I won't go to. <laughs> In... Can he like? If, can your friend at least post your weird reasons why? <laughs> well, you have to ask him. Because like, <laughs> I, I I do like with the when I message you about the Taylor Swift thing. Yeah. It was just such a dorky reason why. What? Uh, okay, I'm, I'm just scrolling back because you and I message each other quite a bit. Yeah, what happened? Uh, you did ask if I danced till I dropped. No, Dimitri. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were at a dance party. That's a legit question. <laughs> oh, yeah. You said that you... <laughs> You didn't think you could go to anything at a place called that, and I asked why, and you're like, something wrong about the words Woody and Flat so close together. Oh, yeah. What is it, Woody Flats or Woody's, Woody's flat? flat? Yeah. So, see, I, I hope that that's at least it's not At least it's not called, like, Limp Woody's or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> that's what it made me. See, it if made I me... had money to open a bar, I would call it that just to piss you off. So to take advantage of juvenile humor, yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I, mil- like billionaires do. Come on, why does Taylor Swift get in on that? Yeah, you'd have lines around the block. I mean, you know, there was that until recent. I don't. I think it. I don't know if it's open anymore on Navy Pier. That Baba Gump Shrimp Company. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was popular. I I don't know if it's a, probably not open anymore, but like that was that was a franchise that was popular for a while because of. Didn't a, they have a bench and a statue of Tom Hanks sitting on the I'm bench? Sh- yeah, uh, yeah, based on a totally reprehensible character. <laughs> I mean, they may have like I would have I would have rather gone of like you know Hitler's Chicken Shack than that Bubba Gump place. <laughs> Can we revisit the idea of you writing a memoir called Worst Jew Ever? <laughs> Worst Jew Ever? <laughs> oh, did I did I suggest did I float that before? No, I floated that one at you oh. after a few other <laughs> Worst Jew Ever? Yeah. Yeah, who is the yeah. Oh, well yeah, that would be Freud or Marx. <laughs> no, I, I think it's gonna be you. <laughs> or me. Me? Me being the worst Jew ever? I'm I, I I'm not even in the right I'm not even. <laughs> Work at it. i I have faith in you. <laughs> I, I have a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Amityville horror. Here we come. All right. Are, the, <laughs> are there any Jews in Amityville? Like, we'll find out. Probably not. It seems like Good it's or just bad. a very Christian shit. I do know there is an exorcism, like an attempted one towards the yeah. house. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Jews are into exorcisms. We know that. It's, it's, I don't know if Jews are allowed them. <laughs> Probably not. I think it's one of those. I'm it's sorry, like night- you picked the wrong faith. Good luck. Oh, oh, exorcism. No, exorcism is a Catholic thing. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think there's some discrimination. That's, that's your people. That's your people, Mallory, not mine. <laughs> I will fully the, the admit. The exorcism. Pe- 
I do not believe like in a God at all or whatever the fuck. But if there is some like crazy ass shit, I'll go find a priest and be like, Hey, can you, can Oh you yeah. See, you'll, well, yeah. When the rubber hits the road, you're going to default to like, that's like, you know, people find religion in jail or when they're on their deathbed, like, well, let, let, let's, let's like, let's cover our asses just in case. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those just in case things. It's like, I've already gone so far in the sacraments and everything. It's just like, why the fuck not? <laughs> Cover okay, our yeah. Bases. Yeah, I know. I yeah, I, whatever vague recollection I have of Amityville horror, there is some devil shit going on in there, so Oh hell yes. So Yeah, haunted house. We're going to hang with the shit. devil. Sweet. We'll take care of him. Yeah.